All right, I'm here with my good friends, Long Lee, and a nice guest with me, Takahiro Nakanishi. How's it going? What up, everybody? It's your boy! Taka! Yeah! Takahiro. I assume from your name that you are Japanese. Yes, I'm Japanese, but I'm actually half Buzz. Half what? Um, I'm half, half human? Yes, half human and half... Yeah, what are you trying to say, man? I don't, I don't know what I'm trying to say. What, what, where are you from? <laughs> I'm actually uh, half Indonesian, but I'm legally a Japanese by by nationality. But I grew up in Indonesia for a very long time, so Ooh. represent maybe. Thanks for being on the show, Taka. I am aware. We're all aware as the Bento Bureau team that you are definitely the podcast's biggest fan. You know, we we notice that you <laughs> you share everything. You put it on Instagram, Facebook. Whatever you get your hands on, you do your best to put us out there. And we'd like to thank you very much. You know, it's it's been quite a few weeks since we restarted the podcast and we've been working hard to try and, you know, get a steady content schedule. I think that's the, mm. the biggest issue that our podcast has had. But what do you think about that, actually, as a listener? We're curious to know, what, what do you think of the podcast lately? Well, honestly, the podcast hasn't, I mean... From from what you from I think three to four episodes ago when you guys just started again mm. uh, podcasting you guys are trying to find new ways into introducing new you know new new settings or n- you guys are evolving basically mm. and I think that's a really no a, a good way for any other team or organization to really um, <clears throat> grow and to to keep on improving because if you don't adapt and evolve. You, you won't be able to succeed later in the future. Mm. And I think what you guys are trying to do by incorporating like casual topics and like bringing in more guests and talking about non-political or social international issues will definitely be more interesting for some viewers because some viewers aren't as, um, how can you say? They don't give a f- Yeah, some, 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 some people don't really give a f- you can say. Or, they, the beep? or they're just not interested. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, from your perspective, like Mm. when you listen to the podcast Mm. segments that are, you know, with guest speakers Mm. and Mm. they're supposed to be educational, you know, Ah, Mm -hmm. uh, do you feel like you actually learn something (laughs) from those podcasts? Yeah, of course. I definitely do learn a lot, especially because I'm like, from what I know, you guys go through tremendous uh, research and like you guys really put your all in your in your in your hardest and like, you know, just getting reliable sources just to just to, you know. Make make the podcast really great. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm kind of nervous because it's my right. first time live. Okay, it seems, it seems everyone is kind of uh, nervous on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. This should rename it to the Nervous Podcast. <laughs> anyway, it is a Monday afternoon, a nice, pleasant day after a whole week filled with bipolar weather. Mm-hmm. Lately, you know, one day it's raining, next day it's humid as hell. So, what are we doing today? We've invited our good friend Taka. <clears throat> Who is a uh, music aficionado, as we <laughs> as we think? You know, he he's quite uh, exploratory and experimental in his tastes of music. You can say, you can you know, say. Well, what, what is your favorite genre of music? How about we put it that way? Well, I would have to say, of course, my favorite genre of all time, if I have to choose, would have to be either rock or metal, in my opinion. Ooh, why is that? Why is that? Because um, if you see rock and metal, some 
especially if you if you think think it in a lyrical contents, mm-hmm. they are way much more. How, how do you say they? They are, they are more expressive, you can say, mm-hmm. than any than any other genre. If, I mean, if you put put example like pop music, they usually tend to, especially contemporary uh, pop music these days. They're very or like or trap or hip hop music mm-hmm. these days. They're very how do you say basic mm-hmm. in a way, because all they talk about these days is just about like. Um, <clears throat> How hard it is to be white and in love? <laughs> you can say, <laughs> or like just just getting that money and them and them uh, and those the B drugs. word, yeah, or the or, the or those word? drugs, <laughs> bitches. <laughs> dummy, dummy. I think you should beep that. <laughs> Damn. Anyway, in this episode, we're talking about Japanese music. Japanese music. So <clears throat> my experience with Japanese music, you know, I think the first time I heard Japanese music. As a foreigner, mm-hmm. you know, is is through anime. Mm, so what, back in, what, when I was like 12, 13, uh, pretty big weeb, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I, I listened to, I think the first anime I watched, you know, oh, it was probably Dragon Ball. So I probably listened to ah, Dragon those, Ball. But, but I feel like when I started getting into other anime, because, mm. you know, Dragon Ball, when I watched it, it was just like, mm. it's just a cartoon. Mm. I didn't think it was anime. I didn't know what anime was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then I, I got into Death Note and then I was ah. like, okay, this is pretty good. So, okay, okay. what what are, what are your experiences with with Japanese music? Let's start my, with Long. My experience kind of similar to you, but I didn't listen to Japanese music through anime, but more like just random browsing on the internet and just find come across songs that are really like, present to listen to, and then you start looking for more songs that mm. are similar. And it's like a rabbit hole, and you just keep going, going, going until uh. one day in middle school where I felt ex Japan. <laughs> oh, wait, don't tell me. You're one of those kids, just like one of our friend Beatty. He told me that he used to uh, search Japanese music by looking at all these like AMV, AMVs, like eight, uh, anime, an- music anime music videos. Music. Yes, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. I, actually, I don't remember how I came across them. No, okay. But I think back then that was like the biggest big band that I listened to exclusively mm. That's cool. for That's a long cool. period of time, like ninth grade, 10th grade, 11th, like maybe a bit during the 12th grade. They, they're, they're, they were the only yeah. people that I listened to. Mm. They're, they're mm. a pretty interesting um, type of rock band, right? Mm. I, I'm, I'm, I hesitate to call them a rock band because mm. they, they just go all over the place mm. with their style. Mm. That mm-hmm. is true. The, mm. And their songs range up to like 10, 12 minutes sometimes. Mm. There was a song of 30 minutes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Very what? Cool. Very cool. Very cool. What about you, Lee? What's your experience with Japanese music? My first instant of listening to Japanese music is uh, when I was like five or mm-hmm. six or something, and I watched Gao Ranger. <laughs> what? Gao Ranger. Gao Ranger. Yeah, Gaoranger. it's like a never heard of it. Super Ranger. Thing is that like Japan? Power Rangers? Yeah, 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 something like that. Is that the every every yeah, kid would grow up in Vietnam watch them every summer? Gaoranger. This summer would be a different group, like. Power Ranger next summer we another group of yeah okay wait so you're telling me there's other kinds of ranger shows in Japan other yeah. than Power Rangers like, like millions of them <laughs> yeah oh the well, hell? Well, why would Jiao Ranger mm-hmm. trend in Vietnam over Power Rangers because that's the only movie that was showing on the TV <laughs> yeah <laughs> wait this this, okay. this this show is called Jiao Rangers G A O oh oh Gao 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 Rangers okay okay. Yeah. In, in the south, they'll, they'll be pronounced Yao Ranger. Shut up. <laughs> and in the north, Shut they'll up. be So what the, the theme song would be? In Gao. 
I've lived in a house in a Japanese household in which like I was brought up in Je- in, like I was taught how to be Japanese basically. Oh yeah, you're Japanese. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know how to speak the language. <laughs> Though I do know the manners and all that shit, man. Oh shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. Okay. Sorry. You but definitely then, do. <laughs> shut up. But basically like yeah, I was brought up on like the like my my mom used to like cook me Japanese food, teach me Japanese mannerism or etiquette and all that stuff. But then like I've never really dwelled into Japanese music. Yes, I I watched a lot of Japanese anime TV shows. Mm-hmm. And I do listen to it from time to time, but I wasn't really a huge fan. And I remember I started listening more to Japanese music when I was in America because that's when I became a true weeb there. <laughs> At least I watched more anime, but that that wasn't the time when I truly got into music and Japanese music as well. The time when I truly did get into Japanese music was when I was flying uh, back to Indonesia after my first year of university in America. I was just bored in the plane, and I just list, I was just browsing through the the, the, uh, the music channel, and I happened to cross uh, uh, 1OK Rock's uh, album Jinsei Kakete Boku, and from there on, I really got into uh, 1OK Rock. Not now, currently, because I think their music is really just um, for the pop. Great. <laughs> no, no, it's re- <laughs> it has really downgraded. You can say because like One uh, OK Rock has ha- has now expanded their their audiences internationally, which is good. But at the same time, since they've changed label and producers now, you can say that they're more they're 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 getting more mainstream mainstream you can say which is nothing which is not bad for which is nothing bad selling out (laughs) you can say but it's nothing bad sometimes it's not there's nothing bad with with selling out i mean it's it can be it can be from uh pure talent you can say all right let's get down to it i heard that you have a few songs you would like to introduce to us today hell yeah man how about we get straight into it let's start with the first one miyavi Miyavi. Miyavi. Tell us a bit about Miyavi. Okay, so Miyavi, aka the samurai guitarist, he's he's literally one of the mo- one of the most amazing uh, gu- guitarist player here in Japan because not only his techniques techniques in playing guitar is amazing. His live shows. If you were to watch his live shows, I've never been to his live show. I wish I can. I've tried countless times inviting people to watch with me because I think going to a live show would be somewhat like sad going alone, right? <laughs> I'd it is with, kind of. I don't know. I'd go with you. Yeah, you go with me. <laughs> yes. Bullshit! Last time I invited you, you said no. When did you invite me? You I never invited. <laughs> but anyways, what I'm trying to say, like, even just through um, YouTube videos, just watching at, at your place alone in, in the dark, <laughs> watching Yavi, <laughs> it just brings you joy and, and the energy to just to watch him live, man, through YouTube. Yeah, through through your small uh, phone screen. Okay, yeah, so okay. the samurai guitarist, the Miyavi, samurai guitarist. let's take a listen. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. 
That was pretty awesome. <laughs> I would say. Thank you, thank you. So he's he he plays the acoustic guitar mainly. Is that what he does? I mean, uh, when he first started out, he did uh, started out with acoustic guitars. But then, as he got more famous, he was uh, how do you say? He was sponsored by more other uh, guitar famous guitar brands. Mm-hmm. If I'm not wrong, like he was sponsored by <clears throat> uh, Taylor Guitars, and then they were able mm-hmm. to give him like uh, his own custom made semi electric guitar. And from there on, I think he, but after that, he, he abandoned that, that he went uh, full electric mode after that. Yeah. Using like a Telecaster these days. But you can say like, from, as you can listen from, from his music, like his technique really just focuses on like slapping and like uh, plucking the guitar, yeah. you can say, which it, is very rare for guitar players. It was really impressive. I play a bass and I can barely slap. You know? <laughs> the bass had a big ass string, so yeah, it's yeah, easier yeah. to slap. I don't know, I wouldn't say it's easier, but... It's relatively easier, but the guitar, like the string is tiny. Mm. How do you slap and make a sound with that? That's what she said. I always had a lot of respect mm. for mm. these types of mm. guitarists. Mm. I can't imagine the amount of work mm. and, and practice they have to go through to learn. Mm. Like so many, it's not just about playing the melody. It's it's about making the percussion mm. as well, not just about yeah, the slaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The slaps is part of the percussion, mm. but also the tapping of the board and everything. Mm. It's just, mm. there's so much multitasking mm. in part of it. And it's just, that is true. wow, it's, it's a lot of respect. So that's pretty awesome. How about we go to another one? Another mm-hmm. one. Yeah. All right. It's by the band Crystal Lake. Crystal Lake. Hell yeah. Okay. It's called Omega. The track called Omega. So why <laughs> why did you pick this song? Why did I pick this song? Because um, uh, this is from from their uh, previous album, the, the, the latest one that they released, which was, I think, a year ago, if I'm not wrong, which is called True North. And this band is just an amazing band because from... I mean, they they've never spoken out about their um, album, but you know, as every other person, if, if if we listen to the album, everybody has their own perspective on how they can interpret the the lyrics and all that stuff. And I can tell that their lyrics are very philosophical and very they dive into social matters. You can say mm-hmm. like and what, I, like just about how our society is very um, corrupted, or mm-hmm. like we need to change, like. Yeah. Are they talking about Japanese society? Japanese society or maybe in society in general, you can Mm. say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but um, literally um, this band, I really love this band because they're they're one of the few uh, rising metalcore bands, uh, the the new metalcore wave bands in in Japan that is starting out. And you can say this is like the Japanese counterpart to this uh, amazing British metalcore band named uh, Architects, if you don't know. They're this uh, new wave uh, metalcore band in in uh, in the UK as well, which is which they are very amazing, and you can tell like uh, Crystal Lake has a lot of influence from from the uh, from mm-hmm. Architects as well, yeah, the Architects or something. Oh, like wow, thank you, Takas. Let's have a look. So we're listening to something heavier right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can say. Right. So audience, prepare your ears. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty cute music video. <laughs> <laughs> Are you always edgy? Yeah.
stop that there. <laughs> What? No, okay, no offense to the music. <laughs> hey, it seems like something that would appeal to me personally, but mm. I'm just worried that the viewers may yes. have to cut the yeah, podcast. Yeah, I have a question. <laughs> I have a question. Okay. Is that his real voice? Yes, that is his real voice. And I have to say, I'm the singer of Crystal Lake. I really respect him because he's amazing. I mean, if you look at his vocal range and his... Um, techniques and growling, uh, metal te vocal techniques is just pure, purely amazing, man. If you see his live shows as well, it's just, it's 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 real. It's just it just sounds as w uh, what it sounds like in in the CDs or in 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 the real yeah in the music that that they uh, publish. So, do you know how to growl? No, I don't know how to growl. <laughs> can you try? Growl. No, <laughs> I mean I wish I can. I want to learn, but <laughs> man, it fucks up my throat. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you, can, can you try? Oh, okay, I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> What do you want me to say? Say uh, uh, your say, name. Um, say I love chicken nuggets. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, that's good. That's good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let me try. I love chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> okay, stop. Cut, cut that. Cut that. No. <laughs> no, I think that's. I think that's in there. Uh, let's, let's go to the next song, shall we? <laughs> so this next song we'll pick. It's by an artist called New Jabez. Mm -hmm. okay. Now I'm aware that Long is also a big fan of this artist a and myself fan. as well. I love New Jabez. He's quite an iconic figure. Can someone, perhaps Long, tell us a bit about this artist? Ah, New Jabez, the person that everyone who goes on YouTube these days would see his name on the <laughs> lo-fi hip-hop, easy to listen to mm -hmm. and do your homework. Oh, yeah, that, that channel's <laughs> been growing really big. Yeah, this is like a trend going on right now and every time you try to do a research on that genre, you go to those New Jabez. Streams? Yeah. Man, in I the end, you always go back to New Jabez. I love mm. those live streams, though. Mm. They're so nice. Mm -hmm. And yeah. he's the one who started the genre called lo-fi hip-hop. I, I wouldn't call it lo-fi, but he incorporates um, jazz, kind of hip-hop. Yeah. Jazz and hip-hop. Mo mostly jazz. He plays the flute and a lot of the wind instruments. I guess he's kind yeah. of a pioneer of the genre, right? Mm. Mm. I, I guess. Mm. And his, some of his friends continue to carry his legacy till these days. Yeah. He's, he passed away? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he passed away in 2010. May he rest in peace. Rest in peace, mm -hmm. Javis. Yep. Okay. Legend mm. What an of the lo-fi industry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's have a listen. This song is called Love Sick. Part six. Is it? Remix. Yes. The remix? Remix All by right. Uyama Hiroto, one of Nujabe's best friends. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's take a listen. Okay, Taka, you yeah. were the guy who came to me 
a few months ago and ask, <laughs> "Hey, long, what music vi- did you use in your video?" Oh yes. So I showed you this song. Mm-hmm. It but, was it was in one of uh, our TIU MUN promotional videos, if I'm not wrong, mm-hmm. or like the introduction video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. Basically, long made this nice video, mm-hmm. and you used this nice song. Mm-hmm. That was quite a beautiful song. Mm-hmm. Beautiful song and beautiful editing and uh, what a camera works as as always, long. I have to say, but then yeah, I'm like the first. I've 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 always known I've always known uh, Nujabes, but I've ne- I've never really gone in in depth uh, with his music. Oh no, a few here and there, but then after listening to to after watching that uh, MUN video and after uh, f- uh, founding that music, I was so um, how do you say just really touched by how. And it's just it's just a very melancholic music you can say. Like the first time I heard it, I just had to know what it was. I tried searching it as much as I can. I even used my Shazam app, but somehow that app sometimes doesn't work. Stupid ass <laughs> app, man. <laughs> but okay. yeah, but then I, I I was just so really want to know that I just had to ask Lon Sensei when when he was doing one of his uh, live uh, Facebook podcasts, if I'm not wrong. And that's when I asked him, and then that's when he actually first played the music, and that's when I, yeah, started starting getting there with more under Ninja Bass music after afterwards. That that lovesick song, it's got about like six parts in total, right? Mm-hmm. They're all absolutely, they use absolutely beautiful samples of music. Mm-hmm. I think they really take you to like a new planet. And the first mm-hmm. time I first time I listened to Nujavis was through a, through an anime actually. Mm-hmm. It was an anime called Samurai Champloo. Oh yes, of yeah. course. Mm-hmm. The entire anime was composed by Nujavis, yes, yes, if yes. I'm not mistaken. That so is true. It's, it had some absolutely killer music. So I was introduced to that. I was introduced to him through that, mm. and since then I've never went back. He's like the, <laughs> the ultimate study music, <laughs> the ultimate study music DJ. <laughs> Ironic, because he's a DJ. Okay, we got quite a popular band here in ah. Japanese music. They're called Asian Kung Fu Generation. Mm. I'm sure uh, if Rexy, <laughs> our personal friend, <laughs> is listening to this, he'll he'll be jumping out of his seat right now. But, uh, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of fans for Asian Kung Fu Generation. Mm. They're a rock band in J uh, Rock. Mm. You know, there's a whole genre mm. called J Rock, J Pop. You know, mm. just like K Pop. Mm. Uh, they are pretty much the biggest band. Next to one, uh, one OK Rock, I mm. guess. Yeah, uh, yeah, you can say they're 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 one of the biggest bands here in Japan. But as you can see, like the, in in their lyrics, they don't really use English, so they don't really catch audiences mm. outside of Japan. But what I really like about Asian Kung Fu Generation is that how they are able to really. If you listen to most of their music, you can tell that they can really write music very well. They know how to structure their music very well. And I one thing that I really like about Asian Kung Fu Generation is also like the the, the guitar counterparts in which like the the rhythm and uh, lead guitar can really complement itself mm-hmm. because uh, uh, the rhythm and guitar part it's very simple, it's very broad, but at the same time the the lead guitar is very uh, supportive, very melodic some uh, most of the time, which is really hard to do to complement each, each each guitar mm. and also you have to consider as well like the, the the vocalist of asian kung fu generation his voice is not so unique it's not it's nothing special but at the same time it has that charismatic voice that nobody really has and he knows how to use his voice and that's how i can say that asian kung fu generation is one of the best bands here in japan let's give it a listen then hell you this song is called loop loop hey. okay <laughs> let's listen to loop loop
What's the message behind Loop Loop? <laughs> behind Loop Loop? Um, <clears throat> well, I mean, I, I never really uh, analyzed the lyrics completely. <laughs> that, mean, that means you didn't analyze it. Yeah, I mean... Because you but, don't speak Japanese. Yeah, <laughs> that's one of the reasons why. I mean, I tried, I, I mean, I tried doing it just, but like very briefly. That's why I never really um, completely un- understood the music. But I'm like... But as you can see, as you can tell from 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 the way Goto, if I'm not wrong, the vocalist, the way he sang them, sang in, in the in the music was very interesting, and I really like the <clears throat> the guitar and how he accompanies his vocal with, with the mm. guitar as well. Yeah, I would say his vocal uh, his his vocals are quite distinct, and he mm. he he yeah, you know he doesn't have the biggest range, the mm. vocal range, mm-hmm. but he kind of takes that and uses it to his advantage and mm. and adopts this unique style in his vocals kind yeah. of similar to i would say like how radiohead you know ah. like they he uses his head voice a lot yeah, yeah, yeah. and he kind of like his vo- his range is not so high but mm. you know he kind of uses that head voice of his mm. to his advantage and that's how they made their entire style radiohead right, i'd yeah. say his style is kind of like mellow laid back mm. and like deeper vocals but yeah uh, that, that appeals to me i think it's so chill to listen mm. to especially with the guitars and everything great guitar work mm. you know and i and I, I like the intro too how it's just bombastic mm. <laughs> straight to it yeah it's cool yeah. it's cool was why don't you tell us the st- story of the time where you had to sing <laughs> the song from asian oh, kung yeah, fu generation yeah 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 yeah, 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 actually, actually, yeah. yeah. I, I actually played asian kung fu generation live on stage with a with a band in japan <laughs> I played this as, uh, with a bunch well, of What's foreigners. this band first, uh, Buzz? Tell, tell us, what's no, this the, band? The band is called Hochikis. Oh. Shout out to Hochikis. Okay? <laughs> Hochikis in Japanese basically means stapler. And th- there are wider implications to why we call it stapler. You know, mm. it's talking about the, the oppression of, 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 of manhood in society. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you it's got deeper implications please believe me <laughs> anyway we played a song not this song but it's by Asian Kung Fu Generation we played it on stage it was a great time uh, it, don't ask me to sing it because I really don't want to sing it what uh, but you I, did really well though I only watched that video I think once or twice mm-hmm. I don't know how I found it or someone gave it to me but you did really well man mm. and I think we should maybe give the, the audience a listen maybe no? thank you uh, no, no, no <laughs> thank you <laughs> <laughs> you can go find that video by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it was a weird experience singing that song mm. to Japanese people. You know, I would say why? 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 Because I'm because I'm like I was the lead vocals and I'm ah. singing I'm singing this song in Japanese. I'm singing about like the seed of like sowing the seeds of friendship or something in Japanese. <laughs> I forgot what the lyrics were about, but mm. 
Yeah, it was it was cool. It was mm. a good experience, and I like the band. Mm. You know, they, they're featured in plenty of animes. I think I l- heard them in Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, well, it's got a fi- famous song in that one as well. Mm-hmm. Great band, great band. Mm-hmm. Can you tell the audience maybe what song you sang? It was called Solanin. Ah. Sol- Soranin. Soranin in Japanese. Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't know what that word is in English. <laughs> Actually, it has no meaning. I think. No problem. What is that? Yeah. Well, we're down to one more song. Oh, yeah. This is quite an interesting pick. Let's let's take a look. It's called. It's it's from an anime, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yes, the yeah, anime yeah. is called Nichijo. Yeah, that's mm. right. Okay, I, so tell us why you picked this anime. Uh why well, I picked this anime because honestly, the first time when I listened to 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 the to the opening, it's an it's the, it's an opening, and like when I first listened to it, I was just I was just like so. Just, just weirded out by the by the music because I've never heard any anime music like this. And if if you can have someone who who's never watched anime and maybe have them think of an anime song, maybe this will be the first song in their head that they can imagine because <laughs> it's tremendously out of out of the out out of the box mm. and it's just really interesting. You can see this is like the epitome of weed music. All right, I have no idea. What, like I have no idea what we're in for. Okay, I'm just gonna go in with a fresh, open mind. Yeah. I'm gonna take a look at this. Yeah. Let's do this. Yeah. Okay, so it seems like <laughs> you cannot absorb the uh, this song without looking at the music video. Oh, yeah, 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 that's true. Would you say? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. First of all, to the <laughs> listeners, the first thing I suggest, I highly recommend you to go on YouTube, search Nichijo. <laughs> Nichijo, and go look at the music video. I think um, the music... Uh, you know, it doesn't do it justice. Oh yeah, without the without the music video. Yeah, mm-hmm. but about the music itself, mm-hmm. I would say it's you know it's quite typical of yeah. the style of many anime of many anime uh, animes, especially in the slice of life mm-hmm. genre. Ah, I really it. like it though. It's <laughs> actually the harmonies in the vocals, yeah. mm-hmm. like especially in the intro. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> It's pretty catchy, right? It's so catchy. It's I, catchy. Uh, I loved it. What else can I say about it? <laughs> <laughs> it's Halloween. 
uh, honestly, there's something so charming about this kind of music mm. for me. It's just, it's so cheesy. Mm. I, w- I feel like it's the epitome <laughs> of cheese. But, <laughs> but something about it is so charming to me. I don't know. Mm. I-, I think a lot of anime intros have that kind of vibe. It's like very light and fluffy, yeah, optimistic and always looking forward. Bright day, it's bright sunny day. Yeah, but something about that is so charming. I don't know. I know what you mean. I love that kind of music. You listen to this song every day. You wake up. Yeah, you can say, man. When when I when I want to get my day started, hell yeah, I do yoga to it, man. Uh, okay, I'm I'm curious. Yeah. Well, what yeah. what made you want to watch this anime in particular? Well, I'm like, <clears throat> I think how I found this anime was just browsing through YouTube. I I was just randomly browsing through YouTube, and of that, or not, it was something like my friends were sharing like a few scenes from 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 the anime episodes mm-hmm. in Facebook or some social media, and I watched it. and I thought it was really funny. Then I thought like maybe I should give this anime a try, mm-hmm. and I did, and it was. It was worth it. It was. It was. It was. It was a good twenty-four uh, episodes. With Takahiro, ah. you're listening to Ben Toburo ah. and Japanese music together ah. in harmony. Yeah. I wonder if you know. Yeah. yeah. Live in Tokyo. <laughs> That's all for our episode on Japanese music. Hey yo, we hope you learned something new from this episode. As always, if you're interested to learn more about Japanese music from an international perspective, Penta Bureau is always hard at working producing new content. Hey, if you like this, please consider supporting us by liking our social media pages such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram or SoundCloud too, y'all. Hey, we are always looking. So your feedback is appreciated. <laughs> Leave us a review on iTunes. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>